0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Melissa C., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I live in New York. Today is Monday, July 4th, 2022, and today we are reading from the big book. We are on page 12, the sixth paragraph, The Real Significance of My Experience ending with How Blind I Had Been, and we'll be reading one paragraph only. Today's readers are, for the 12 Steps, Sylvana G., for 12 Traditions, Craig F. The readers of the text will be Lisa L. and Colleen M. Our newcomer greeter is Sam S., and the second hour host is Mary B. The reference numbers for Sunday, July 3rd. Is 19132. That's 19,132. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. Our fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. And I'll now ask Silvana G. to read the 12
1: steps. Good morning, Silvana. Savannah, go ahead and press
2: star one, please, to unmute. Good morning. Good morning. This is Savannah G from Pennsylvania. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being that the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list. Praying only for for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to, to our colleagues and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
0: Thank you, Silvana. Thanks for your service. I'll now ask Craig F. to read the 12 Traditions. Good
3: morning,
4: Craig. All right. Um, One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for a group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders that are but trusted servants, they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. This is Craig F. in Tulsa, and I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much, Craig. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share. But we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Press star 1 to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today, we resume our study of the Big Book. We're on page 12, sixth paragraph, The Real Significance of My Experience, Ending with how blind I had been, and we'll be reading one paragraph only. And I'll now ask Lisa L to unmute and begin reading. Good morning, Lisa.
5: Hello, I'm Lisa L from Virginia. The real significance of my experience in the cathedral burst upon me. For a moment, I had needed and wanted God. There had been a humble willingness. To have him with me and he came but soon the sense of his presence had been blotted out by worldly clamors mostly those within myself and so it had been ever since how blind I had been okay Um, I think what Bill was talking about in this paragraph was this is what he was talking about when he was in England during the war, he had was uh, visiting Winchester Cathedral, and while he was there, he strolled through the uh, the gra- uh, the, uh, the graves, and Bill saw saw a gravestone of a soldier named Fetcher, and that gentleman died from a fever from drinking small beers. And he had a tombstone that talked about how uh, people can pass away. And this last name of this soldier was similar to his friend named Ebby Thatcher. And he was his mind was going back to how he had seen that tombstone that talked about this gentleman dying, or uh, from pot or something other than the war and um, sometimes he just didn't take the um, pre warning of what that meant and so um, I know in my life um, I when I came to Overeaters Anonymous when I was uh, 26 years old uh, there was a Um, I call her my Ebi, the leader of the OA meeting. And she she just kept saying over and over every meeting that I would go to, she said, you have to be willing. And if you can't be willing, then pray for the willingness to be willing. And every Saturday morning I would go and I would hear her say that. And uh, she was introducing the big book and I was on step three. And uh, I kept having to remember that I had to turn my will over to the care of God, as I understand Him, and not do things the old way. Um, I was definitely a compulsive overeater, didn't take much convincing of step one, admitting it, and two, but willingness to turn my life over to the care of God. This was completely different than anything I had been raised with. And, um, I had been raised in the traditional uh, Catholic Church, and we'd go every Sunday. My parents were very religious, and we would go and we would all sit in the pew, our large family. And um, I remember the sermons sometimes were in uh, a different language at that time and Latin. And uh, I really couldn't relate. I really couldn't have that, any personal experience. I didn't understand it. And then when I was working the steps of Overeaters Anonymous, and one day when I was getting ready to go into a um, grocery store to get my binge food, I just kept saying, please, God, please help me have the willingness to be willing, and I kept saying that over and over and over.
0: Hi, Lisa.
5: Okay, and so anyway, that's how my experience um, first came, and and I've been here ever since. So thank you.
0: Thank you so much for um, for getting us started, Lisa. So, um, before I begin to take names, I just want to remind us that our meeting has many participants, and in an effort to hear from so many different voices, we ask others to share every third day. So, if you shared on Thursday or Friday at any of the vision meetings, please hold back so that others may share. And I got my pen ready and. Um, Go ahead and unmute. And who would like to share?
6: Wanda would like
0: to talk. That's awesome, Wanda. Who else?
1: Zoe D Candy in the J. UK.
0: Who was that from the UK? Zoe D. Is that Terry?
7: Zoe Z O E. Zoe.
0: Zoe. Okay, from the U.K. Kathy J.,
8: Illinois. Kathy,
0: Kathy J., from Illinois.
7: Rosie W.
1: Rosie W. Who else? Craig.
4: Sure, yeah.
1: Craig. It was after Craig? There was someone else I heard. Dara L. Melissa C., you are muted. Please press star one. Melissa C.? Oh,
0: thank you. Sorry about that. So um, I'm overwhelmed by I, it. I have Wanda, but Zoe, Kathy J.,
1: Rosie W., Craig F., and Dara L. And some other background noise, I'm not sure if, uh... okay, am I being heard? Loud and clear. Okay,
0: super. Okay, um, Wanda, why don't you get us started, followed by Zoe.
6: Good morning, Wanda. Hi, everybody. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Uh, you know, I love the big book and and uh my god uh wants me to always be willing and uh you know somebody came over the other day talked about going to a, a very big uh hamburger joint and getting four of them and uh you know something to drink uh, you know uh that that's poison to me and uh you know i just got to be super careful who, who the people that i let into my world you know and uh and i can enjoy uh you know but um i know that my food has to be totally protected and uh you know that i make sure that i write my food down and you know be abstinent to weigh a measure and uh you know, this has been going on for uh, decades, and, you know, breaking this habit would be like, you know, slitting my own throat, you know, and uh, but I'm in my backyard, and it's the 4th of July, I heard a lot of fireworks last night. Uh, but I know that uh, I, I'm i on a meeting with uh, lots of folks from around the world, so, uh, you know, I'm a world traveler, and, uh, you know, I'm tripping with all of you this morning and, uh, you know, enjoying, uh, you know, the grass in my backyard needs a little watering, but, uh, you know, um, I'm grateful. For all the blessings from my higher power, especially my abstinence and uh, the willingness to uh, do the right thing. So, with that, I pass. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Wanda. Um, Next up is Zoe from the UK, followed by Kathy J. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning,
7: I'm Barry um, D, I'm in the UK, I'm a recovered compulsive ovary bus. And and uh, apologies if you can hear the wind because I'm outside Um yeah I was thinking about my, um, I had an experience when I was quite young and uh, a woman on a bus spoke to me about God and when I got off that bus she wasn't even there. Um, and I kind of just dismissed it but but God had always been part of my life. I always knew that there was something else there. And uh when I came into recovery and started connecting back with that, I really thought like this was it, you know. <clears throat> now I'd found this power, I was gonna be happy and free, but it didn't quite work out like that because for me, it's not been a one and done, like I found, found this power and I find God and then I, I'm okay. Like there's still so many things that happen in my life. And for me, the worldly clamors today are things going on with my teenage son, um, with my husband, with finances, like all of those things, they block me from, from God and from higher power. So they're the things that I need to get rid of on a daily basis to be able to get back to that power and I do that through working steps 10, 11 and 12 every day and um, I find that you know I've really got to work at this but the alternative is you know to eat and I don't want to go back there so I'm just so blessed today that I have the opportunity even if it isn't straight away in the morning like I can do it in the middle of the day just to Get on my knees and say i offer myself to you i give you my life my husband my kids everything and i just want you in my life and in my heart and i always receive that love and that power when i do that so yeah thank you Alpa.
1: thank you thanks zoe from the uk and next up is kathy J.
0: Followed
9: by Rosie W. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Kathy J., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Illinois. Um, You know, what this is referring to is here lies a Hampshire grenadier who caught his death by drinking cold small beer. A good soldier is near forgot whether he dies by musket or by pot. You know, um, a lot of times back then, you know, everybody was a hero. Bill was real big on the whole hero thing. And anyway, he's looking at this grave, and he's and something punched a hole in his denial for that moment, um, that uh, broke through, and the power, you know, greater punched through and and touched him, and he had a spiritual experience, and he had asked, you know, for God, and God had come, and that's what happened to me, um, when I came in, I was um, 217 pounds, I was. I hated, you know, everything in myself. It was a miserable life. It was really miserable. And the doctors had tried everything. Um and the psychiatrists had tried had tried everything. But OA had a better impact on me and um in the, when I first came in I I came to my knees and I I let that I asked for God and God came and uh gave me the um the willingness to open my mind to what over Years Anonymous people were saying. And to try to listen instead of uh, thinking about what I thought first or second-guessing, just qualifying, uh, this doesn't apply to me. Or um, and and reading the big book has to be done with a person who's who understands it, because otherwise it's just a bunch of words sometimes. Um, and this book is very is the directions on how to live um, free of compulsive overeating and without a power greater. Um, which has really developed into my best friend. <laughs> I can ask God for anything and God gives it to me and he's like, okay, if that's what you want, oh, maybe I better ask for God's will instead of mine. So God, let me eat what you want me to eat, weigh what you want me to weigh and help who you want me to help, you know, and be who I'm supposed to be, not, um, you know, be a hero. And uh, I'm the best. I have more sales than anybody in the whole company or the whole world and, Um, worldly clamors where my ego gets all stroked and everything's so important when it comes down to it it's me and my higher power and life or death really Um, and how do I want to do I want to do what's right or do I want to do what I want to do and you know pot with a pot was a cup of beer that's all that was they're not talking about pot (laughs) anyway thanks everybody for being here I appreciate the meeting and with that'll pass.
0: Well, thank you, Kathy J. And um, next up is Rosie W., followed by Craig F. Good morning, Rosie. You can press unmute, please.
10: Good morning, Melissa. Thank you. Um, thanks, everyone, doing service today. I'm Rosie W. I'm a compulsive in the UK. And um, before I share on this, actually, I just wanted to share very quickly some gratitude, because when I first came to this meeting Ooh, about 15 months ago uh it's lunchtime in the uk when i'm listening and um i would have <laughs> i would normally have finished my lunch by the time we got to the end of the traditions. and i find that these days when i do share i i normally have to put my fork down to share because um because i'm able to eat slowly now <laughs> and chew every mouthful um i just noticed that and i'm i'm so grateful it's one of the many tiny miracles in my life anyway um this paragraph has really opened my eyes, and I must have read it a million times in the last um, 12 and a half years. But as as always with this book, it spoke to me in a different way today. And um, it recalled a conversation that I had recently with a fellow. And and I was saying to her, I don't understand why um, that I, you know, on some days I um, I can be there, a recovered woman. You know, I get up at five, I do my prayer and meditation. I'm working 10 to 12, you know, I'm sponsoring, I'm outreaching, I'm praying throughout the day, I'm studying my big book, I'm doing all of the things that I did the day before, and yet I feel crazy. Um, And here is the answer for a brief moment, I had needed and wanted God. And when I read that at the beginning of the meeting, I got it. And I just thought, do you know what, there are some days and I'm still up at five o'clock sitting on my little meditation thingy and I'm earnestly praying to God. But actually, in my heart, I know that I need God, but do I really in my heart want God? And there is a crucial distinction there. And as it goes on to say in the next sentence, you know, there's a very clear condition. There had been a humble willingness to have him with me and he came. I have to be honest, not always interested in God. I you know I still I I have a built-in forgetter. Every morning, you know, I'm I'm much more interested in my own little uh, selfish plans and designs for the day. Um so what this is telling me today is that perhaps it might be more helpful to have a more thorough step 1 experience every morning because I have that built-in forgetter. Um because you know when I really have a thorough step 1, steps 2 and 3 come very easily and I don't just need God, I want God. Um, So, yeah, I think God has uh, given me this passage today to prompt some outreach to to other Recovered Fellows about what they do each morning to remind themselves that they are powerless. Uh, And with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Rosie W. Thanks for sharing. Next up is Craig F., and Craig will be followed by Dara L. Good morning, Craig.
4: (coughs) Good morning, Melissa. Thank you. This is Craig F., recovered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, this is a, a kind of a, well, it's a pretty big paragraph, uh, I, I think, and uh, one of the things that, that I noticed um, about uh, Bill's experiences here as we go through is that his uh, relationship with God, he had, he needed and wanted God more and more as he sank lower and lower in his alcoholism. And and that should be a no brainer for us, but th- there is kind of an irony in that, you know, that, that, uh, that, um, he, he, he got, he had to get so low some, and we, we all do that. We have to get so low sometimes that, that we in order to truly see how much we need God and want, uh, uh a, a higher power in our lives. Uh, I, I, you know the the uh, folklore in is that bill had a, a white light experience coming up here in his third stay in the hospital which he did uh, but um the idea that it was a, a one off that it was a single event that it you know that it simply came from his drinking uh, is kind of um uh, uh laid waste when you look at his changing relationship with God, uh, through the story, you know, starting with these, with his experience in the, in the Winchester cathedral and, and moving on through, you know, he, he became more and more aware that his, of his, uh, his need for God and, and, and here he's admitting it. And he's not in the hospital yet that third time. Um, you know, but, the real question is uh I, I needed and wanted God I I I knew I needed and wanted God lots of times you know and 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 I I would uh I would make a beginning and I would fall away and I'd make a beginning and I'd fall away um because I didn't know how to sustain that and because I'd get some relief not recovery but relief I'd get relief in the program and I'd fall away and uh you know uh, because i didn't need the relief anymore uh it was enough for then and then and and i never i never could figure out how to sustain that until i got completely low you know i had to get i had to get so low that my life was threatened you know so low so low that uh, they were talking about taking off my legs before i could get down to to, to the point where I completely surrendered, and and then it, when I get to that point, then I had to figure out, you know, I had to to accept a, a program that teaches me how to sustain that, you know, not just do my fourth and fifth step, not just do my eighth and ninth right. step, you know, not thanks inventory and maintain, but learn how to live in ten, eleven, and twelve, and the surrender and acceptance of 10, 11, and 12, and the daily practices of the spiritual way of life. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much, Craig F., for sharing with us. And um, Dara, L, before you go, I just want to tell everybody what we're up to so that they can get ready. Um, uh, We're on page 12, the sixth paragraph, the real significance of my experience, ending with how blind I had been,
1: one paragraph only. And um, go ahead, Dara, we'd love to hear from you. Dara, go ahead and press star one to unmute.
11: Sorry, I got muted again. OK, can you hear me now? We got you now. Go right okay, ahead. Okay, great. I'm Dara L. Apparently, I'm supposed to say twice that I'm a recovered compulsive eater in Philadelphia. And um, love this meeting. Love this paragraph. I there's a twelve step speaker who I really like who talks about life being lived forward and understood backward. And I heard that in this paragraph. You know that Bill has the experience in the cathedral and he doesn't understand it until after the fact. And when I look back. At my life, both in and out of addiction, in and out of recovery, um, most of it has been characterized with these amazing God moments and, you know, and, and the availability of spirituality um, that I may or may not miss, you know, at the time. And I don't always see God's presence in my life until afterwards, um, until later. But I, in this paragraph, I actually see that recovery is possible for, I believe everyone at any time, right? If there's a need and a want for God, I don't think everybody has to be super low bottom. I think that God continues to show up, but that, you know, in the paragraph before, it tells me that my pride is the thing that blocks. And in this paragraph, you know, like it's the clamors inside of myself, Within myself, I always thought the problem was like the stuff outside of me. Um, And gratefully, I have relapsed when I had everything um, that I could want outside of myself, and relapsed when I had nothing that I could want outside of myself. And so today I know that the issue is not what my external life looks like, it's what's going on within me and where am I blocked from God and how am I blotting out the presence of God. Um, And so, you know, I, I love that recognition because it helps me to be empowered to do something, right? Like this whole program gives me things to do when the clamors arise within myself so that I can get unblocked from God. And for a long time, I thought that like the path of spirituality is the path of deprivation. Like, you know, and I'm also a, you know, was a hardcore anorexic. So like, for me, self-deprivation was never a problem and excess was, you know, never a problem. It's it's how do I get unblocked so that I can walk this world um, as the woman that God wants me to be so that I can have that clear vision and know, like, you know, is this a time when I do need to show up and strive for things? Is this a time when I don't? Um And, you know, and God's always there, right, at at any time. And when I look back over the course of my eating history, I could see that it would have been possible for me to recover long before I ever did. And I think that's true for, you know, anyone on the line. So, like, we don't have to keep digging. Uh, We don't have to keep taking that elevator all the way down to hell. You know, you can get off at any floor. Um, And I just want to share a miracle very quickly that happened in my life. Um, I, I have to make this big change in my life, and um, for the first time ever, I, I see God working in advance, like I know that it's coming from God, and I'm so jazzed about that, because usually I would go kicking and screaming, um, and then see God in retros, in the rearview mirror, so um, yeah, progress is possible, I suppose, um, and with that, I'll pass, thanks so much.
0: Thank you, Tara, oh, thank you, yeah, progress is possible, Um Okay, so we are on page 12, the sixth paragraph, the real significance of my experience, ending with how blind I had been. We read that one paragraph only. So if you didn't share last week on Thursday or Friday and you would like to hear your voice heard, I would love to take your name down. Who would like to share?
1: Heidi
0: H. Heidi H.
8: Loretta H.
0: Loretta H.
8: Ginger C. Ohio.
0: Ginger C. Who is that? Rachel K.
12: Donna K. Ohio from Ohio. Donna K. Ohio.
0: And. Benita L. Rachel K. And. Benita. Benita L. Vanita L. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Um, Heidi H., Loretta H., Ginger C., Donna K., Rachel K., and Vanita L. Okay, Heidi H., go right ahead. Good
12: ahead.
0: Good
12: morning. Good morning. I'm Heidi H., compulsive overeater, and so grateful to be here this morning, and thanks, everybody, for their service and their comments thus far. Bless, bless, blessed am I as I wake up on July 4th, a day of independence. I get to have one year of freedom from the bondage of self. And also it means that I've been abstinent um, through these rooms and through a higher power. And I just wanted to say that I was blind. I always knew that food was an issue. I belonged to other the drink program and the family and friends program. But not until I came into this program. And I didn't even know that OA Big Book existed. OA, for me, the regular OA, uh, unlike this program, um, did not work. Pay and Way did not work. Um, Applying the 12 steps from other programs just just didn't work. And uh, I didn't even know. So the food was put down. And um, how it happened had to be all God had to be all God. I was in the family and friends program and they were sick and tired. They were gentle. But for years, all I did was talk about the food and somebody pulled me to the side and said, hey, maybe you should try this meeting, 6 a.m., a vision for you. And I didn't do it for a couple weeks. And then uh, there was a gentle nudge and I picked up the phone. And it was like the first time I came in in another program Oh, God, several decades ago. And you know what? It works. It really does. I have friends I not, thought I never would have. I'm associated with people in hearing the big books in a totally different way. My eyes and ears were open. So with that, I'm, I'm truly grateful. Uh, you know, I really am a way big boss. and putting the food down. I've been rocking into a fourth dimension again only through higher power some new people. I never knew that I'd ever listen and meet the people that I met that would even be in my life as they are today. So I'm blessed with this, and uh, one day at a time, I will keep coming back, and
8: thank you. uh, Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Heidi. Thanks for sharing with us. Um, Next up is Loretta H., and Loretta will be followed by Ginger C. Good morning, Loretta.
8: Good morning, Miss Melissa. This is Loretta H. in North Carolina. Recovered. Thank you, everyone on this line, along with my precious God who's saving my life. I love the shares this morning, and uh, what I was thinking—the um, blind leaving the blind. In fact, my first sponsor's husband used to say that, and he would just—it would crack me up—but it was true. You know, those scales had to be taken off my eyes. And yesterday, on the special edition, I just resonated with one of the young ladies that talked about the spirit and how it you know bill was drinking spirits, and I was drinking anorexia because that was a very powerful spirit for me it was it really brought about a lot of um just power and um then it stopped. And then my darkness came in and it had to be really dark because I actually was ill and wanted to take that mattress downstairs and jump off my terrace, but I couldn't. And then I found a fellow traveler who actually was a not only a big book bumper, but a nutritionist. Odd or god, my first, you know, day of actual you know, spiritual experience. And with that, and as the, I had to really look at my, you know, surrender. Um, the speaker said about swimming really far downstream to get upstream. And, um, then I could get that spiritual experience. And I've had that of an educational variety, but it's been the work that has gotten me to God, that I've always had within me. It says in the big book, we all have it, but we just need to seek it. And today I have a process and I'm so grateful to seek it. It's, um, 83 through 88. There's a long period of reconstruction ahead, you know, upon awakening, on retiring at night. I have all that process to do this and, um, My 11th step is so beneficial because I can see, I reread it in the morning and I can see where the work still needs to be done and where I can also enhance what I have done. And so uh, this program works. It's designed for living and being of maximum service to God and others will relieve me of the bondage itself. And that spirit today is growing towards the sunlight. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Loretta H. I'm not sure if I'm being heard. Loud and clear. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Loretta H., for sharing. Next up is Ginger C., and Ginger will be followed by Donna K. Good morning, Ginger.
12: Hey, Melissa. Thanks for your service. Ginger C, a real compulsive overeater. Uh, and thank you, God, alive, awake, connected, and back. And I love this worldly clamor, and the definition for clamor is a loud and confused noise. You know, everything centers in between my two ears. It's this mind. It's my head. Wherever, whatever I'm thinking, that's where I'm heading, You know, and it's just this ego easing God out all the time. And I am so driven by distractions, worldly clamors. Oh, my God, we could talk about that forever. Let's look at what's going on in our world. And so my job every day is God is everything or God is nothing. How am I plugged in? How am I connecting? Because without power, without that defense between me and the bite, I will absolutely guaranteed go back and eat. And so I'm just so grateful that we just practice daily, you know. I just have this moment right here, right now. After such a horrific relapse, I don't care how many days I have. I have today. I have this minute. And what am I doing with it? And I was so grateful last night because I went to a 12-step sister in sobriety's birthday party. And it was a, quote, ominous warning that I did not fail to heed because God literally put two individuals, both in OA, both friends of mine, both in relapse, and they're eating. And I'm in the middle because of only this grace, and I'm not eating. And I got to see myself in such a way, this is where you go, Ginge, you buy the great lie, life sucks, it's too hard, who cares, why bother, all the BS that this brain will tell me. And I end up like the person to my right or the person to my left. And what choice do I have? And I have no choice but to be with this power because God taps me all the time to do amazing work. And I can't do it if I'm eating because I'm in bed, I'm depressed, I don't show up. I'm in terrible shame and pain. And when I'm with God, it's a whole new world, a whole brighter world opportunities explode like these amazing fireworks will shoot off tonight. And I just pray, pray, but no more importantly than praying, just do what you need to do, Ginge, right here, right now, today. Plug in, stay in this conscious context, and watch your life take on a new and greater meaning. Because, again, we all have a bottom below the bottom you know right now on this line. But do you have another recovery? And I have been fighting so hard to get back, and I'm just so grateful God took this obsession away from day one. I don't know if I'd still be with these days without that experience. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Ginger. Happy to hear you. Um, Next up is Donna Kaye, and Donna will be followed by Rachel Kaye. Good morning, Donna.
1: Hi, uh,
12: this is Donna Kay in Ohio, and um, thank you for letting me share. Um, I am recovered for today, and uh, the reading today is just beautiful. (laughs) Um, What I had to do, what finally got me to where I was able to believe that I could possibly recover was I had to stop fighting. I've always been a fighter. I've always had my... My duke's up, as they say, uh, for various reasons. Um, I was going to keep hammering away at something and trying to see if something else would work with this, the whole food thing, but it it goes so far beyond the food. Um, I'm just in a, such a good place this past year and a half. Um, uh, the 12 Steps have just really, I didn't realize that I had to stop fighting.
11: Yeah. Uh,
12: so anyway, I'm very grateful. I had a wonderful day yesterday with family um really no pressure and um a lot of acceptance and uh I felt like I was there with my higher power and uh, I enjoyed being with my family and distant relatives and um the recovery is just a it's a miracle to me. Uh, So I must stay surrendered. It's very important to uh, give up, (laughs) wave the white flag. I don't have to fight anymore. I just need to work my program. And uh, the 10-step has been a a very 10, 11, and 12 are what I'm living in. And, uh, And sponsoring is just a gift. That is a gift. So thank you very much. Thanks for letting me share, and I hope everyone has a great day.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for sharing, Donna Kay. And
0: next up is Rachel Kay, and Rachel will be followed by Vanita Al. Good morning, Rachel.
13: Good morning, Melissa. And good morning, everybody, and happy Independence Day to the American wing of my OA family. And, um, yeah, Rachel Kay could also over here in Indiana, if I didn't say that, Um I hope you guys have the same edition of the big book that I have. It's the edition where you read stuff over and over, yet it like it means different stuff and it comes alive for you. I have been reading this passage, you know, Bill's and Bill's story for over 30 years. And this morning, this paragraph just I was like, oh, okay. You know, I thought I understood it before, but it means something totally new and totally wonderful to me today. And, you know, I may be reiterating what some other people have said about this. But for me, it's like, yeah, I can have a a white light experience. And I don't believe that it's uh, okay. you only get one and don't waste it because, yeah, I don't believe God works like that. I believe God's white light is always there. It's, it's, am I going to be open to it? And when Bill talks about, you know, but it was soon shut out by worldly clamors. Well, you know, I had my, I got up early this morning. I had my prayer and meditation. I did my writing and some reading and was feeling very close to God. And then I looked at my uh, Outlook calendar, my work calendar for tomorrow and saw what I have to do and, um, worldly clamors, worldly clamors, there they are, oh my gosh, you know, I have so much stuff to do, how am I going to get this done, da, 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 da. and it's like, that's why I need the steps, it's not enough to know, you know, and it's wonderful that I know that God is there, to have, you know, to be in the white light, but I have to work all 12 steps, to, you know, and especially 10, 11 and 12 these days for me, to not let those worldly clamors blot out that white light because, you know, it's always there. I just let the worldly clamors, and like Bill says, you know, in me, outside of me. I mean, it's 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 all in me because there's always going to be stuff outside of me. Um, but it's whether I let that in me and whether I let that block me off in the sunlight of the spirit. Um, so anyway, thanks for letting me share. Have a great day, everybody. And I'll pass.
0: Thank you, thanks so much, Rachel Kaye. Yeah, I think I have the same copy of the big um, Next up is Vanita l, and then we'll be able to take up uh probably another person or two. Go ahead, Vanita. Good morning.
14: Good morning. Melissa, Anita L recovered but not cured in um Georgia. Yeah, so the worldly clamors is what really struck out at me too because um yeah, I know I know God's always available, whether I'm available or not. And um I am I must say I am learning how to rely on that more and more. And I'm really seeing that another addiction of mine is just um, keeping myself way too busy and kind of keeping myself under this like certain chronic level of stress. And I know we need a certain level of stress in life, right? We're not supposed to just probably lounge on the beach for the rest of our lives, but I'm really praying for balance. I would love if there's someone on the line, because I do have a thing about restricting and overeating. And then it seems like then I need to eat like later, like late at night, it's like when I can't go to sleep. And if anybody has experience with that, I would love um, to hear about that, because I'm obviously powerless over that. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Vanita. Sharing and you know. um, Next
0: up, um, oh, I don't have anyone next up. So um, if you would like to share, I've uh, probably one more, maybe like
1: too quick. So would like to share. Page twelve. Crispy from New
3: York.
0: Who so is that N. from
1: New York?
3: Chris B. Chris B.
0: Adrian. New York. Adrian N. Okay, go right ahead, Chris B. and then Adrian
3: N. Morning, Hi, set. this is Chris B. from Cornwall, New York. Um, what I got out of this was blind and denial. Um, I've totally been blind to my behavior. I've been totally blind to what the food does to me. Um, I've been totally blind that, you know, I eat and I eat even after I feel satisfied. Um, You know, and the denial part uh, comes in every part of my life. Work, OA, home. I just don't see it. You know, I look in the mirror, I see a completely different person than how I feel like I'm inside. You know, and it wasn't until I came in the rooms of OA that you know, hearing Sharon share and working the steps of my sponsor, that little by little, that crack of light through the bottom of the door got brighter and brighter and brighter, which opened up my eyes. You know, I'm not there completely. I'm still in denial a lot of the time. I catch myself, but slowly that door of light is opening. You know, and higher powers coming in. Um, I found that I have to invite them every day in, though, because know, if I don't the disease is in charge. So you all have a great day.
1: Thanks. Thanks, Chris B. from Cornwall, New York. And um,
0: Adrian N., you can have two minutes to take us out.
15: Thank you. It's Adrienne N. in Florida. Um, they say that relapse starts long before you pick up the bite and i i just realized like two minutes ago maybe that i have been basking in self pity, self-centeredness, depression uh i all this stuff and that is just the prelude to picking up and and i don't want to go there um I want that connection with the higher power personal to me. I want that connection with other people in recovery. And I can't think that it's going to come to me. I have to go to it. And um I don't I don't know if that's making any sense, but you know, as I'm thinking I'm going to get that connection with God by uh God getting close to me, but I have to get close to god and and the same thing with with people in program. I have to reach out and um and show uh you know that i'm available and want to connect and um with that, I pass thank you.
1: Thank you, thanks, Adrian, and
0: for sharing with us. And um, we have come to the end of our portion for sharing. Um, thanks to everybody who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today, Monday, July fourth, twenty twenty-two, is one nine one three three that's one nine one three three and we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer and will colleen m please read a vision for you our book is meant to be suggestive only
8: Hi, this is Colleen M. from Maryland. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you could do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others.